You're listening to the Some Other Useless Podcast with Richard Wigand. Thank you. We truly appreciate you. Every single one of you. Hello, everybody. Yes, I am Richard Wigand. I am the host of Some Other Useless Podcast, and that is true. We do value everyone who listens. And everyone who takes part in this process and all the other programs that I've had over the years, I value your support. When it comes down to it, though, what would be in it for all of you to support me more if you expected to get something? Like some sort of an incentive. And I could easily do that. There are services out there where if you sell something then there is some kind of incentive if you buy too much of something if you are supporting a company over an extended period of time you do some you you do get some kind of incentive what if somebody like me creates a podcast creates videos i i do things in a way that i sell these things to you as products that would would give me I, I would make money on that that would be my business correct but a lot of what I've done over the years is free absolutely free doesn't cost you anything so there's no incentive to watch or be part of something for free if you follow me and the reason why I wanted to bring it up like this and talk to everybody like this. And there are companies out there that have incentive programs, reward programs, but I really don't think that, and depending on wherever you go, they really give you the value of what you are getting. Like if you, like a, a coffee shop in town, you punch out five things and then you get the sixth one for free. You know, they're relying on you so much that they know they're going to make at least five cups of coffee or whatever drink, whatever beverage there is out there of other places. They know that they're going to get your business if you're attracted to the free item. They've made the money. So in a way, it's like they are driving this. If you could break, break it down like this. What if you were just to go in there and buy five cups of coffee and then you go in there and still buy the sixth one, you know? The incentive is to get the free one, right? They know that they're going to make money on that. If you're going to do it anyways, might as well contribute to a cause. Contribute to be rewarded. Different companies out there have different kinds of ways of um, approaching their customers. And I opened the show with an old commercial of the Taco Bell dog. Taco Bell Chihuahua dog, 1997. And this show today is mainly going to focus on Taco Bell. Okay? And I wanted to bring up that and I know I, I, I kind of fastly went into the incentive thing. We'll get back to that. But in, in a weird way, it does get back to Taco Bell. Because Taco Bell is in the news for something that they're testing the waters on. They're testing it in Arizona. This is kind of the world that we live in now. Subscription services. Taco Bell in Arizona want to test out this idea for five to ten dollars a month. You can get a taco every day. Now I know that doesn't sound like an, a rewards program, 
because it isn't for one thing you're paying that five to ten dollars i don't even know the different levels but it's it's five to ten dollars it might differ on what you choose they have a whole long list of the different kind of items that you're able to choose from so i guess this offer is available through the taco bell app there's a lot of things attached to the taco bell app I'll get to that back we'll get to that in a minute but you use the app and you have a choice of a crunchy taco a spicy potato soft taco crunchy supreme taco soft supreme taco doritos locos tacos or um doritos locos tacos supremes this started september 9th 17 locations in tucson arizona they're going to continue this November 24th. This is very strange from one, from one standpoint. This will be the first restaurant to do this. A lot of your restaurants do get app savvy. And I've heard a lot of negative feedback on ordering through the app. It's not as fast as you'd think. If you order ahead, congratulations for you. But a lot of times the people who order through the app are still in line with the people who are there and it becomes this i guess i like to think that i'm at least one step ahead of everybody else i've already ordered right it's kind of like when you go to a convention or go to a concert you already have your ticket in hand you need you don't need to wait in a line to get to another line but this whole thing opens up the doors to is this all worth it five to ten dollars a month and you get a taco every day a free taco every day so if you really to take full advantage of this at its full potential, you can get up to 30 tacos a day. You can mix and match, and you can get up to 30 tacos a day. You can do the, the Supremes, the Spicy Potato, all that stuff I just listed. And these have different prices. The average taco is like $1.39. Okay, so you're saving $1.39 a day. Okay. This would be ideal for people who are on the go, like completely rely on going to the drive-thru. They drive up, they get their free taco, and then they're done with it. Where's your drink? Maybe you have a drink at home. Maybe you don't, you already have a drink with you. Maybe you don't need a drink. You can just eat the cold taco for whatever it is. It's free. You know, it doesn't really matter. So then what, what would be the point of giving, taking the time to get in line to get a free taco every day? But it's not, I mean, it's not free. You're paying five to ten dollars a month of this food in advance my family and i we when we go to taco bell we probably go like once a month or maybe two times a month and then on that second time we go did we just recently go it's like yeah well yeah. it's been a week it's been a few weeks we, we can we can go again but for somebody who wants to take advantage of this this does sound like more money that you're putting in a taco bell and not getting a whole lot out of because you're thinking you're thinking um you gotta you gotta buy the drink every day so if you bought a drink every day, that's a dollar. Let's do the math on this. Just in a drink alone, okay? If you were to say, wow, five to $10 a month, and I get a taco every day, I'm going to go 30 days. If you go 30 days, which would be really pathetic. But anyways, all month you get a taco, and you get a drink each time. You're spending $56.70 in a drink alone if you get a drink every day. 
let's say you go only 10 times in that month. Roughly $19 you're spending on just a drink. You're getting your free taco for 10 days. It It's almost like maybe it could be a situation where you're out there with your family and one of you get a free taco. And you just go, okay, okay, son, you get the free one. And it's not, it's, that's why I, it, I'm comparing it to an incentive program, even though you're paying for it. Because you'd have to get a taco, the, the best thing you'd do is go in there and, and get your taco every day and like, what, save them? This, this has so many holes in it that it's unbelievable that they would even think this is a great idea. You'd like to think that maybe if they said, and you get a drink and a taco every day, that would be somewhat worth it because you'd, you'd be able to freely pick and choose how many days you want to go. But like I said, in 10 days, 1890 and just a drink alone. Plus the five to ten dollars a month that you're spending to be part of this program. So then we go back to well, what if you don't get a drink? You're just getting the taco. Not every day. Maybe you just want to go five times. Even if you go five times, you get five tacos, no drink. You're paying five to ten dollars to get what would be so then you gotta figure out how much a taco would be for 10 days. 13.90 is 10 days. If you're to, if you're to spend money for 10 days to get a taco, just one taco for 10 days. 10 days, 10 tacos, 13.90. Okay, so roughly half of that gets you more tacos. And it's so down to the configuration of, well, maybe one day I'll get a taco, the other day I'll get a Taco Supreme. The Taco Supremes are obviously going to be more money, could save in the long run, but none of this stuff actually seems like, like, you have to think, especially, this is how Taco Bell always thinks. And if you pay attention to sports, I rarely pay attention to sports. When do I usually find out things about sports? When they're tagged to Taco Bell. Taco Bell in our area always has to say, now if this football team makes a touchdown or or wins the game, or does this. Free Doritos Locos Tacos on Tuesday. Okay. So you really, really want a Doritos Locos Taco that bad. To go in there and get free ones that they're they're giving away to everybody all that day. If you know anything about fast food, yes, the concept of fast food is to make the food fast, deliver it fast. People somewhat maybe eat it fast. If you're going in there and you're getting a whole bunch of combos, these huge giant meals, it does, it is fast food. You're getting that food, quote unquote, fast. Obviously, if you have to wait, it's not fast food if you have to wait for the food. Then you're waiting on cold food. Are you waiting on cold food or hot food? Logically, you think that if you're waiting so long, you think something's being made fresh. But obviously, something is not going to be fresh if you go in there and buy a whole bunch of things. Then... Somebody along the line, if you go in there with like two or three other people, somebody's getting something not fresh. That, their thing got put back. That, that's just the way it works. You, you, the concept of fast food, make it fast, get it out there fast. If it's hot and fresh, that's, you know, that's an, that's an incentive. But it's not, it shouldn't really be an incentive if you're paying for it. How many people out there, I would love to do a survey, how many people out there go to Burger King, go to McDonald's, go to Wendy's, 
and actually have hot food delivered to them? Or do you have to go back up? One time I had an experience at Wendy's. It was very odd. I wanted uh, this odd chicken sandwich. It was this uh, differently flavored chicken sandwich. And the way I wanted to order things, the way I ordered it, um, it didn't come out. Okay? They give me, they go ahead and give me the french fries. They're, they're hot, right? Because we say no salt. They make them fresh. We have hot fries. Go back up there. Try to get the new sandwich. Wait this whole time for them to give me my sandwich. And they make the wrong one. By then, by the time my next sandwich came, my fries were cold. I mean, it's a hit or miss situation. And you like to think, oh, the pandemic. Look what the pandemic's doing to fast food. Big surprise. This was actually happening before the pandemic. The pandemic is actually their excuse now. And your Taco Bells, in particular, like to close. They don't like to be there. Did you know there's a rule, I guess, that if they don't have a certain amount of people in the back to run the front, then they just shut the whole thing down. They only do the drive-thru. And this happened quite a few times in our area. And I don't know if it's just an our area thing, or that's the rules that they are deliberately... I mean, think about it. They could deliberately do this if they want. They're told, you know, we don't have to work as hard if we don't want to. We don't have to call in these people. We could say these people didn't call in. We could say we don't. We were uh, low on staff. And we don't have to work. We don't have to do anything. We could just relax. Nobody's coming to the dine-in anyways. Talked about in the previous show that it's the norm to drive by a restaurant and a sign is actually waving a flag saying, Dine-in now open. And it's like, yeah, the dine-in better be open. It's a restaurant. The restaurant used to be this thing, this nice relaxing place sit down and eat your cold food now you can't even have that now you gotta have this cold food delivered to your car and uh, Taco Bell is also uh, my sister and I uh, I think she's the first one to uh, mention it and put it in that phrase that ordering Taco Bell at the beginning of the pandemic everything you get is time sensitive from the time you get it by the time you get home that taco is so wet and so flat it's barely recognizable. And I got pictures of what Taco Bell at home looks like with the um, case of Lupa or the triple Lupa or something. They're, they get really inventive. Taco Bell spends a lot of time rearranging their ingredients to create new products. It drives people to the restaurant and they were kind of slowing down on that last year, but now they're getting back into the hang of it and now obviously they want to spend they want you to spend five to ten dollars to just get a basic taco or taco supreme or Doritos locos taco but these are the things they give away anyways do you really want something that's already made ahead of time i like to order something that they don't always want to have on hand if they're pushing this new thing the nacho fries uh, i just saw on the site it said that they have a crispy chicken sandwich taco or something like that, because they want to get into the sandwich wars, because Popeye started this big chicken war, which is odd on its own, that Popeye started it and was in the news for running out of these chicken sandwiches because they became so popular. Then all your places that were making chicken sandwiches have to upgrade what they do, and these other McDonald's-type places want to also become part of it, and they think 
their chicken, their spicy chicken stuff can stand out. And now Taco Bell somehow got into the chicken game of not just, they've always had chicken, like chicken tacos, soft chicken tacos. Um, but this is like crispy chicken. Crispy chicken tenders on a taco. It looks like unprofessional, for one thing. This this new one that they have out. But another thing that's, that, that really gets me on edge about Taco Bell, because when you do finally get something hot at Taco Bell, or you get hot something hot anywhere, you're like, yes! Why couldn't it have been this fresh the first time around? It can be done, guys! You go into uh, a Burger King and get a hot Whopper. It can be done. You go into, you know, your, your Pizza Hut pizza. I haven't had it in years. Uh, we had it a few months ago, but other than that, it had been years. And generally, stuff like that, you wait and wait and wait for it to come out. And when it finally does, yeah, it's hot. It better not be cold. Your only chance of getting a cold pizza at Pizza Hut was years ago when we would go to the Pizza Hut buffets. Because we used to do that a lot. So I got to try what a cold pizza would taste like. A dessert pizza. Hey, dessert pizza tastes as cold as the regular pizza. And you start putting sausages on the ones with strawberries. But Taco Bell is always this evolution of change. They want to change up. But somehow potatoes got part of it. The spicy potatoes. Everything's got to be potato. And now everything's black bean. Black bean and potato. And the nacho fries. Who would have thought that, front, that fries would enter the game of Taco Bell? They're good. When they're hot. You know, once you have something hot and fresh, it just makes you think that this is what it should be all the time, right? Well, it's fast food. No, it's, it's gambling. It shouldn't always be like that. So Taco Bell creating this program and starting it in Arizona. I hope it doesn't get out here. Even if it does, who cares? They are already putting out app exclusives. Here's something that I wanted to bring up of Taco Bell that's also kind of alarming at the same time of them doing all this. They're having shortages. Shortages of all their food. And even even in the level of I hear it on Stephen Colbert. They're talking they they did a whole little segment on making fun of that Taco Bell is running out of things. I don't think these places run out of things. I think that they are deliberately doing this to, to cut money in places. Because for years, they would have all the... How can you say there's a shortage and give away all these tacos? All these people that... Maybe we should let these people pay for 5 $10 a month to get tacos that they're not going to be able to eat. Maybe that money will go towards funding the stuff to come in. I took a screenshot. When I first logged into Taco Bell, we were, we were debating whether to go that day. Because it's been a hit or miss. Can you eat inside? It becomes a stupid question. Can I eat tacos inside? Is it allowed? No? Okay. Can I eat them in the car? Okay. So you go... You, when I went to the site, the top of the screen says, Sorry if we can't feed your current crave. You know, they're always like about your crave, your crave, the crave menu. When you go to a restaurant, they do everything they can to make it sound good. That you, cho that, you, that you chose the right place. Like, hey kids, where do you want to go? I'm really hungry for a, a burger at McDonald's. And ice cream. And they get kids on board for ice cream. And then you go, we're out of burgers. 
the ice cream machine's down. That's a thing. The ice cream machine's being down is a thing. So much so that the FCC or the FTC, I don't know, what are the FCCs? They have to step in to see what's going on. I want to say it's the FTC. Um, FCC would be if they cussed, if the machine started cussing, and you had to watch what the machines would say around the kids. These machines are breaking down, and there's... I wish I knew more about that, but it's a, it's a complicated thing, but it is a big thing that when these machines break down, it stops people from, like, you go in and say, I want an ice cream cone. Well, we're out of ice cream. I guess I can't have an ice cream cone, can I? No. Well, I'll take a milkshake. That's part of it too, isn't it? Well, then just give me a hot fudge sundae. Are you kidding me? So, they know... I think they know what they're doing. They're using the pandemic as an excuse. You know? When you go up to a restaurant and the sign on the door says, our dining, our dining room is closed. That's a lot of jobs right there of people not cleaning tables. They don't have to worry about it. They, don't, they just can concentrate on the drive through people, right? They can concentrate on the drive through people who have the apps, who can get deals, who can take all this food that has somehow still ended up in shortages. What are the odds that nobody's eating inside these restaurants and we're running out of food? On this same page, Taco Bell, after it says, Sorry if we can't feed your current crave. Due to transportation delays, we may be out of some items at your local restaurant. And this happened. We were uh, at our local, about 40-some miles or 40-some minutes away from us, I think. Uh, a Taco Bell we went to had a sign, you know. It was just like everything that I wanted. I wanted a chalupa. I wanted we, I wanted the nacho fries, and we got those. And I was debating whether to get the, the chalupa box as my backup if they didn't have nacho fries. There, there was actually a sign that says they don't have the anything for the flatbread, which was the, which was the new stuff that they're pushing, and they didn't have they couldn't make chalupas, they couldn't make those new black bean flatbread things. There was all these things that they said we can't do this, we can't do that, we can't do that. On this same page, it says you could win free tacos for a year. This is the same page. Join Taco Bell Rewards and scan your receipt in the app for a chance to win. Free method of entry available. Let's go. So what you're telling me is they have the food, but they're keeping it from you, and they're telling you that they're running out of it. A transportation delay. A transportation delay to me sounds like they're paying somebody off saying, hey, you know what, if you don't want to deliver these chalupa shells to people... You don't have to do it. We can cut back. They're not eating in the restaurant anyways. It's a 50-50 shot. We had a bad Taco Bell experience recently. And this was at a place where we could eat inside. The dangers of eating inside a restaurant again. Are you ready? We go in. And they immediately tell us. That we have to use the kiosk. And I, I gotta tell you. Never used a kiosk for a restaurant. We've looked at them before, before the pandemic. We never really wanted, we didn't want to touch a screen before we ate. We'd have to wash our hands several times. We, that's, that was our thinking then. Pandemic hit. We even had a new McDonald's. They got in new kiosk things. And as soon as the pandemic hit, those things were being told, 
you can't use them because they don't want people touching the screens. So this is our first time using this, and we always thought that it was only for people who didn't have um, money on them. It was only going to be credit card or going to be gift card. Because there are different, there are a variety of different payment methods, even digitally. You can have Apple Pay, Samsung Pay, Google Pay. You have all these different ways to pay with your phone, which they now trust more than dirty money in your pocket, which could go anywhere. You know, it's been everywhere. So we go to this, they, they tell us, they actually tell us this. You have to order off the kiosk. We have nobody up here to take cash. We, 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 uh, the, the situation was they could take the cash. I'm sorry. It's, it's very confusing, these places. They want money and, and they don't want money. This place would take the cash, but they wanted us to put in our order at the kiosk. So we do that. Then, and we didn't know this, cash was actually an option on the kiosk. Who would have known? Maybe we should have done this, what, the whole time? Always go to the kiosk and never trust the real person? We order off the kiosk, and then we go over to the real person to pay in cash. They actually did take our money. What they were cutting out was the time it takes to make an order. So this was an interesting process to watch play out. We do the order on, we place the order on the kiosk, and we're like, and my first thoughts was, you know, this is easy. Hit me in the head with a hammer. This is easy. Zooming by, you do this, and I even thought, I'm going to do this. I'm going to change one of my tacos. I'm going to swap it. I, you know, I, I swapped it with real people, and 50 50 shot of getting what you want. I decided to swap it myself, not thinking that something was going to happen. I thought this is easy. If you're more in control of your order, right, let this, whatever they're doing, because it, it almost looked like we were being kind of threatened in a way where they weren't going to take our business unless we use these kiosk things. So we use the kiosk thing, we make our, we place our order, we get to go over to the register, which now has somebody waiting on us to take the money because they didn't want to talk to us during our order. And they say, is this, is this the order? Yeah, yeah, that's that's the order. We, we just did this. We were over here. You weren't paying attention to where we were, but we were right there. We didn't move very far. So they... We, we give them the money, and they go back, and they make our order, right? Smooth sailing, right? <laughs> no, not a Taco Bell. Um, we go up there, and there's a delay in the drink. My, my mom wanted a strawberry freeze thing, and they didn't have them. The machine just doesn't want to work. It was only going to do Baja freezes. And that limits people. When you think about what people have to watch what they drink in the intake, and there might be like a little bit of a caffeine thing in the Baja. So, so that something like that isn't even an, uh, an option for my mom. So then we go, okay, my mom will take, you know, a drink. We, we, we roll our eyes and we go, because they first say, it's going to be a while. I think is what they said. It's going to be a while. We don't have that kind of time. We're waiting on you guys to, to make our order that we just ordered digitally. We're trying to see if that is going to happen she's waiting on her drink and i think by the time we got our food she's still waiting on her drink and it's like no just give us the cup and we'll just get a regular drink like, are you sure yes we want to sit down at the table and we want to eat okay 
after all is said and done, we get our food. She finally gets a drink that she didn't really originally want to order, um, which is probably red flag number one. This isn't going to be the best experience, but hold on. So then we sit down, and my sister, she got a um, gordita crunch. The, I think that's what it's called. Cheesy, cheesy gordita crunch. And then what I do, I swapped a taco, right? Remember that? And I got nacho fries. I like the only thing that came out, but they weren't fresh. Of course, they're always fresh the second time around. It's like they know. My mom gets a Supreme. She's supposed to get a Taco Supreme, but I don't think she got sour cream. There's a reason why I'm telling all this. Because errors add up. Glitches make a difference. So, I want, I want to say my mom didn't have sour cream on her taco and my thing was a weird taco that had this spicy ranch sauce and what my sister finally because we were trying to figure out you know I was just thinking crap I it was my fault that I swapped the Doritos Locos taco screwed up everything but you know who's to say something else wouldn't have happened because what did happen her, um, my Doritos Locos shell got on her Cheesy Gordita Crunch. You know, it's kind of like uh, you getting my chocolate and my peanut butter situation. So my taco has a spicy ranch, which is actually supposed to be off the Cheesy Gordita Crunch. So here my sister has part of what she wants, but not, but not the thing that makes it. She doesn't have the outer other shell that makes it the right thing. They put the wrong thing on it. And that's a human error, not a machine. We did the machine stuff. You know, if everybody comes in and, and uh, says, should machines rule the world? I would only have one question. Are the machines going to be like smarter than the people that tell us to rely on machines? Because if machines are telling us to rely on machines, we might be able to trust them more. Especially if they're going to be more efficient because they'll be made with the same software of the kiosks. So, Android robots out there? Could be a big thing at Taco Bell. But the odd thing is about, and this goes into the shortage thing, that there's transportation delays and Taco Bell's running out of ingredients. I don't think they're running out of ingredients. I think they're giving it to the wrong people. Now, we just happen to look out that we sit down and we have an all order together. But who's to say, is someone on the line, an order back-to-back, Somebody else wouldn't have gotten the spicy ranch sauce from this, the cheesy gordita crunch. I mean, this created something special to my sister. Something you can't even order off the menu. You can't get a cheesy gordita crunch with a Dorito shell. But it wasn't a full cheesy gordita crunch because it was missing the spicy ranch sauce that I had. This sounds like it's not really a big thing, but let's talk in terms of money. These things that I'm saying are upgrades. The Spicy Ranch is an upgrade to me. But it's a downgrade to my sister who's missing it. I'm also missing a Doritos Locos shell. She has it. So we're lucky that somebody else didn't get these things. It, my mom, who has the Supreme, that's an upcharge. You know, why have these things? Why actually say on the screen... You can add sour cream if sour cream doesn't get added. I mean, that 
that sounds like you could say, I ordered this. Like, what's the difference between ordering a regular taco and then going up and saying, this doesn't have sour cream on it. And then and they say, well, you didn't say sour cream. Well, I meant to. And then that would be stealing because you would know you didn't ask for it originally. But that's different. If you're originally asking for it and not getting it. In many ways, that's them stealing from you because that's an upcharge. All this stuff costs money. All these things that you can add. If you ever go on the Taco Bell site, it's like Amazon. You can add everything to cart. You can have all these different kinds of ingredients. You can add this. To... At one time for the Crunchwrap, because I, I, I do, I have, I'm, I'm very split on Taco Bell. But I, I just think that this, this uh, $5 to $10 subscription service thing is a waste of time. But it talks in terms of when you actually have a good time at Taco Bell, a decent time, it can be somewhat a good experience. You, know, you can have hot food if you play your cards right. Like I said, it's gambling. All these things cost money for these upcharges and these upgrades. And I was a big fan of the Crunchwrap Supreme, but then I stopped kind of getting the regular one. I started adding stuff to it because and it does add more money, but in a way, it's adding... We I add more beef, and I add... Uh, a three cheese blend. But what it does is it actually, even though that costs more money, it actually puts it to what the Crunchwrap originally was. You see what they've done there? They've actually, they're actually giving you less, making you pay more. You're thinking you're getting the thing that you're supposed to get. You first think you're actually getting something that's new, but you're actually getting something from back then. I swear that's true. I would sometimes always like to add bacon. And then all of a sudden one day they told me, this is before pandemic, they told me that I can no longer have bacon on my Crunchwrap. They're saving the bacon for breakfast because you know how many people out there love having Taco Bell for breakfast. Taco Bell for lunch, Taco Bell for dinner, Taco Bell day. And if you spend five to ten dollars a month, you can do all these things. How fun would that be? So the different things you can add to the different items that they have on the menu, the Crunchwrap Supreme. I can't add bacon, but if I wanted to, I could add the nacho fries, which boggled my mind. Because in terms of why are they running out of these things if they're giving everybody the option to add these things? If they're running out of the fries, if they're, out, if they're running out of the cheese, if they're running out of these ingredients, it's because they're putting it in other places. They're running out of the shelves because, what, they say transportation delay. They don't have enough stuff to cover all this. So what is the idea of saying, hey, we have transportation delays, that's why we have a shortage of the food, at the same time, let's offer this really great contest to give away free tacos, which is also, guess what? What if you go in there and they don't have a hard shell, and you can't get your free taco? Your free cold taco. You can't get it. You're entitled to it. Free tacos for a year. My gosh. Again, you had to spend all that money in order to really take in... You had to, It'd be like math. You had to calculate, well, how many times a year do I go to Taco Bell? And then you'd have to like, well, I guess I, whatever I would usually go talk about times 10, I guess now, to make it worth it. Because that's what people are saying about this Arizona thing. It's really, really going to, it's going to take a lot of time to make it worth it, to, to get it to fully pay off. I think adding a drink, just add one drink, you know? If you're offering the basic taco, make it a small drink. Even though you can get refills, they have these deals. They have the dollar drink, the um, uh, happy hour. They have that. We know that. Go in there with a small drink, you get one, and you get a taco. That could be worth it. 
for 10 days, like I said, 10 days, 1390, and you would get, that's, that's if you get, if you got the drink, but imagine if you got a free drink and a taco, that would be worth it. Even if you went five days, even if you went three days, let's see, a drink is dollar, dollar eighty nine. You'd you'd have to you had to do a whole lot of math. Dollar eighty nine plus a dollar thirty nine. A dollar thirty nine, which would be a taco, plus a dollar eighty nine for a medium drink is three twenty eight. Okay. Say you just go there three times a month, that's going to be nine eighty four. Okay. So if you're paying five dollars a month and getting nine eighty four, that's not bad. That's you're, you're kind of making it worth it. Instead of paying nine eighty four, you're paying five dollars. I don't know what the ten dollar thing gets you. Maybe that's for the Supremes. I don't know. I don't know if there's different bundles, but they're acting like that they are testing this for up until November. We'll we'll see what happens. But I just don't see this reaching to us, and I also don't see the point of it because exactly what I said. The different kinds of experiences. And then there's another thing that my mom had an experience with going through a drive-thru. She just immediately got turned away service because she didn't have a credit card. They were... That's kind of discrimination. You don't... You have the money on you. And now you're being told, basically, this money is no good here. In a way, it, it, it kind of over the statement, but it is kind of like what that is. Because you'd have your money ready. Here's money. Okay. Here's I want a dollar thirty nine taco, and here's two dollars. You you want to take out a credit card, and there was problems with that at the beginning of this. People didn't want to put their credit card in all these machines because they felt like they were being tracked. These people have always relied on this stuff. This is not new to use a credit card. It's new to the people who haven't been using this this whole time. But there are a vast majority that do rely on credit cards for everything they do. For everything they do. And I just think that it's odd that these companies are catering, pun intended, to that crowd of the credit card people. Credit card is future money. Did you not know that? In a way, cryptocurrency is a little more real than your credit card money. Because if you're buying something now and being charged for it later, you at the end of the week, there's a Seinfeld joke of his thing about the, the uh, receipt. You get the bill at the end of you your eating. It doesn't make sense to get the bill after you get done eating because you've already eaten. You're not hungry anymore. What is this bill? What is this the story of you know it's a whole long thing. But he does have a point. Because you've you've done you've done the transaction. Now they're limiting the people of the transactions. You can't have and there's shortages? How are there shortages? You're you're limiting the people by Making only a certain amount of people pay. You're you're saying that the, the items aren't there. Like I remember McDonald's said at the beginning of this, we're just doing the basic menu, which meant my quarter pound of cheese with bacon couldn't have bacon. Okay, they're saving that for they they need those they they, they need those items. I'm cutting back. They can still buy this stuff, but they're cutting corners. And they're saving that bacon for breakfast. That makes sense to save that kind of bacon, even though McDonald's is getting to be well known for their quarter pounders with cheese and cheese bacon and deluxe and all these sandwiches. But what's the point of having these things if you're going to go in there and they're going to give you less? 
Like you go in there and your quarter pounder with cheese deluxe is missing lettuce, is missing tomatoes. It's missing the thing that makes it a deluxe. It's as stupid as getting in a Taco Supreme without sour cream. You know, you're making the thing. Do you not know you didn't put sour cream on it? That's that's fast food for you, right? And that's how they're going to get away with it. And the pandemic is is making these companies even more get away with more and more stuff to the level that I it's just this I could do a whole podcast series on just Taco Bell. I mean, and and other restaurants too. This is just this I only want to talk about Taco Bell because they're the ones that are more likely when you leave with what you ordered. It's like Christmas. It's like, you, did you get what you want? And if you didn't, you got to go back. And, and and it's not just you. That's bad. That's and But that's also the same kind of feeling that you don't feel like this only happens to you. But it's stupid when you look around and you see other people dealing with this too. That day we had that bad experience at Taco Bell, we were seeing people come in from the drive-thru with problems. So their whole system where they think, we're going to only process the drive-thru because a lot of your other restaurants were only processing the drive-thru and not letting people in. Not only the people who are in not getting right, not getting their order straightened, but the people outside. So they're completely... If Taco Bell ever shut down, I would not be surprised. I'd have to get over it. And that's another thing I wanted to bring up was the Baja Blast. It goes back to getting a free taco, getting your taco every day and not getting a drink. Not getting... Food with the drink used to be what Taco Bell was known for. They actually created Baja Blast in order to lure people to their machines because more their the audience the average customers were particular age. They were like young young kids just going in there getting the food, taking it home because their parents already had drinks. So they needed to create Baja Blast to get people to go to the restaurant to eat. Now people. I don't know what the lure is. I don't know what the experience is. I'm 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 really overwhelmed by it. I really am. But people still want to be part of this process. And even before the pandemic, you you'd stand on just standing inside of McDonald's, and on one side of you is one person, one side of you another, and we're both looking at each other like, "Did you get your order right?" I don't know. I don't know. You get your, your hands are folded, your, your arms are folded. Like, I don't know. I've been here. I've, yeah, I've already ordered. I've been here ten minutes. I've been here 15 minutes. All of a sudden, we got a uh, little group going of people that... I, I've seen people get really irate at McDonald's. And that was before the pandemic. So all these things you could say happened before the pandemic. The pandemic is making it worse. It's like a pandemic of uh, other uh, catastrophic proportions that we didn't even configure. So whoever thinks this thing was deliberate, obviously didn't think this would be like the downfall of like like the ultimate exposure that the system of fast food was broken anyways you know you almost don't want to go in saying hey i got a hot spicy chicken sandwich and actually it really was hot and then a whole bunch of people just beat you because they didn't get hot food at all it is tiring you know um you want you'd like to think that going into a restaurant is simple as one person it's simple. We sometimes go in as three. We sometimes go in as four. You look around you. You know, even that day, a guy came over over to our table and he saw that we um, were waiting on another order. I forget what the situation was. We were either waiting on another order or we got more food or something. And he made a little joke. Just, just a customer making a joke saying, Oh, you're trying again, huh? Like, yeah. 
And, and, and then you'd watch the different kinds of customers that come in, like your older people that are being forced to use this kiosk. And maybe they are slow in the technology. That turns away people. Like I said, before the pandemic, it was just as bad. Getting your order wrong. It's like, it's like, like, it's like Christmas is what I said. It's also like winning the lottery. When you finally get every food that you wanted, you go, oh my gosh, we got everything we asked for. We didn't have any problems. And you go up, do they have sporks? You go up, no sporks. Almost a perfect trip. No sporks, no pepper. You know, all these things that, the, I haven't even got into the, the, the coin shortage. All these things they wanted to throw at us all at once, the coin shortage, the food shortage. Just read uh, the other day on KFC, uh, an item was missing from the menu, and it's because that they are cutting back in meat. They have the meat to run certain kinds of buckets, but they're not making certain products with their chicken. And it's like, yeah, that's problematic if you go into an ice cream place, like an, a strict ice cream place, and the ice cream machine is down. Why would the ice cream machine be down? Now, nowadays, it could be down because they want it to be down. I mean, they can make the rules. They could just imagine having a job now, and nobody goes there. You know, and you have one, it's, it's almost like every time we go to a restaurant, it looks like that we paid for the, that my, my parents would pay for the whole place to be just for us. I mean, that, that was our last experience at a restaurant. It, it was this nice little experience. Then people slowly started coming in, but, and then, you know, my last uh, few shows talking about the masks, that enters into the community and the social connection. And that, people would like to say that's a slow uh, disconnection of that that's what's changed the whole world is wearing them no that's not what no mask or no mask virus or no virus these things existed flawed people are just now getting away with it and now Taco Bell wants to charge five dollars to ten dollars a month for it is what I'm trying to get at but that's Arizona so like I said I can only hope it's not going to reach the masses but it's just this ongoing thing. I don't know what your guys' experiences are with fast food, but I could go on this whole long tangent of our experiences over the years, and it's like when you finally get hot food, you're like, why can't I go in there and order fries, no salt, and you'll get hot fries. You gotta wait for them, but if you wait for your food, but even though we've had problems with that, if you wait for your food, you're more likely you might get something fresh. But, as I brought up, one time I did wait, got the wrong thing, ended up having to wait longer. All my things, all the temperature changes to my food. I mean, it's it's hard to deal with. But and that's fast food for you. So hopefully this doesn't change the direction of, of the restaurants go, hey, that's a neat idea. If the if you make that's why I wanted to talk about the incentives. If you make it worth it, you know, if you make it worth it to get me to come back to Taco Bell. There is nothing that... I, it, it purely relies on me going to the website myself to see what they got new or if I see something advertised on TV. I, I'm tired of taking surveys where it says, would you recommend this restaurant to a friend? Who does that? Who says, for, for, your, for your, your local places like that, your, your franchise places, maybe you might find a fancy restaurant and say, oh, you gotta try that. That's one thing. But do you ever, like the subway survey says, would you 
recommend this subway to a friend. Who recommends a subway to a friend? Anyways, thank you for listening. Um, this became a huge rant, I know. But um, hopefully in the upcoming weeks, we'll talk more and more about positive things <laughs> that are out there. I want to start talking about my favorite entertainers of the world, which will cover actors, actresses, filmmakers. I want to I wanna talk about each person in a light that will hopefully, because the way I wanted this show to work, I wanted to, I wanted to get my ideas out there of my opinions of what I've seen so far. But at the same time, my only way to influence is just to expose you to people that maybe you didn't know there was a side of them that you liked. Or the way I get into actors and actresses um, may be completely different than a lot of you. Um, so I'd like to talk more and more about that in future shows. So I'm going to end this program now, and uh, I will hopefully hear, uh, see you all next time. Or I'm, I'm still working on my way to end this. I'm only, I've only done not even 15 shows yet. This is the only the 13th show, and I still don't have a good sign-off, I know. But... I just, for now, right now, I'll just say, you know, thanks for listening. And, uh, hopefully you'll catch me next time. See ya. You've just been listening to the Some Other Useless Podcast with Richard Wigan. Did you mean to do that? <laughs>